Good afternoon, members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. This is Elmira and you. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, June 28th, 2022, and I'm going to take most of today to talk about a particular topic, and that is the recent Dobbs decision. Before I even begin that, though, let me remind you that uh, we will be having a food and fellowship this weekend. The theme is barbecue favorites, and then Afterwards, we're going to have a very special uh, praise and testimony time. That is, at that praise and testimony time, I know there will be a special testimony that you will be blessed by. So please, please don't miss that. If you can come in person, that's best. If you need to, I understand sometimes you you, you must uh, come, uh, join us virtually. It's often hard to show those praise and testimony times virtually, but we'll do the best that we can. I just want to remind you also, before we move on to the topic of the day, that if you'll come out on Wednesday nights for our Bible study and time of prayer, if you'll come out Sunday morning and hear uh, these teachers, either Jesse in the adult class, uh, Scotty will be teaching the other adult class now for a few months. If you'll come out on Sunday morning for our time of worship, if you come out on Sunday evening for our time of worship, there is a lot of chances to hear God's Word taught to hear God's Word preached, to benefit personally from it. If you'll take time with God each day, opening up your Bible and reading it for profit, if you'll take time each day to pray, you will grow. Too many Christians in the United States are trying to get by on just showing up Sunday morning at 11 o'clock or whatever time that church meets for one time of worship and calling it good. And I t I'm telling you, that is not the same as showing up four times a week. It's not the same as spending seven days a week in the Word of God. There's 11 opportunities to learn. And the more you will invest in your spiritual life, the more benefit you will gain from it. I want to talk today quite a bit about this Dobbs decision and remind us that this is a matter, literally a matter of life and death. Here in uh, Proverbs chapter 24, that's where we're going to do our devotional today. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 11 says this, If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death, and those that are ready to be slain, if thou sayest, Behold, we knew it not, doth not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And he that keepeth thy soul, doth he not know it? And shall he not render to every man according to his works? Forbear to deliver means to not deliver, to just ignore those that are drawn unto death, those that are ready to be slain. I know abortion is a difficult topic in our society. Let me remind you that the reason abortion is a difficult topic is because, and this is unfortunate, we have separated marriage, intimacy, and babies. We treat them as if they're completely separate. I saw a Twitter post by someone who said, we would rather kill our babies in the womb than give up casual sex. And he unfortunately is right. It's a crude way of stating it, but he's unfortunately right. I keep seeing this topic about forced pregnancy. Now remember, in God's order, marriage, 
intimacy, babies go together. Marriage, sex, babies, they go together. Women, let me remind you, you should refuse intimacy to any man who is not willing to marry you and raise your children together. That's not playing hard to get. That's not mean-spiritedness. That's how God designed it to be. Women, you don't invite a man into your bed until he is your husband. And men, listen, we shouldn't even think about women and sex. We shouldn't even think about being with a woman in that way of intimacy, physical intimacy, until we are ready to marry her, support her, and raise our children together with her. And when I say support her, I mean not expect her to pay half the bills. We're ready to support her. Because often during a pregnancy, a woman may become so sick she cannot work. That's possible. Sometimes after the birth, a, a woman should take time to bond with her baby. And she won't be able to work. So if I'm not, as a man, if I'm not able to support her, I'm not ready to get married yet. I'm going to take a little rabbit trail here. Think about this. Some companies have stated that they are willing to pay for their employees to travel out of state and receive an abortion. They're not willing to pay for maternity leave. Think about that. If a company says, we're willing to pay extra so that you can travel, you women can travel out of state, have an abortion, but we're not willing to pay for maternity leave. What they're saying is we're willing to pay you to end the life of your child, but we're not willing to pay you to cultivate the life of that child, to bond with that child after birth. I realize running a company with thousands of employees is, can be difficult, and I, I'm not even attempting to, 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 to try to weigh those issues. What I am saying is life is important. And men, if we're not willing to marry a woman, to support her, raise children together with her, then we're not ready to jump into bed with her. I also want to say this about the Dobbs decision. The Dobbs decision does not end abortions in the United States. I have here an article from a local paper that basically says, what does the Dobbs decision mean for California? And the journalists are frank accurate when they say it means nothing. Nothing will change in California. In fact, California is trying to pass laws to make it possible for ladies, women to come from other states and end their pregnancies in our state. We need to pray for our state of California. But the Dobbs decision, let me stay on this topic, the Dobbs decision simply returns the decision about whether states allow abortion or not to the states and to the legislative process, to the democratic process. Now, I know we don't live in a democracy. We live in a republic. And I support that we are a republic. I don't want a democracy. And second, I want to make it clear, I do not support laws that make abortions legal. I believe we should support laws. I stand for and affirm laws that protect life from the moment of conception. But understand what the Dobbs decision does. It returns the decision to the state legislatures, or it could be the federal legislature, but to the voters. It returns the decision to the voters. Now, the same people on the left who are saying that democracy is dying, 
don't want you to have a vote on this essential matter. Think about that. They're all up in arms. They're waving their hands. Democracy is dying. And yet they don't want you to vote on the matter. Why not? Don't they trust the American voter to make decisions for themselves? Now you say, well, but my, your decision will affect other women who are pregnant. Well, no, no, no. Women have a choice about whether to be pregnant or not. Forced pregnancy, that, that, that phrase, forced pregnancy, literally means a woman has been raped and that's why she's pregnant against her will. And I am against rape. I am for the prosecution of rape to the fullest extent of the law. And if a woman has been raped and is now expecting a baby, churches should rally around her to love and to support her. But this idea that within a marriage or within a casual relationship, women will be forced to be pregnant. No, marriage and sex and babies go together. There is no forced pregnancy outside of rape and incest, and we should be doing more to protect women from rape and incest. And you should know that Planned Parenthood does not protect women from rape and incest. Planned Parenthood makes it possible for the abuse to continue. That's what Planned Parenthood does. It makes it possible for abuse, sexual abuse, to continue by ending the results prematurely, and then no, nobody knows. And we know from the testimony of people who've done this, they, they've gone into Planned, Planned Parenthood clinics and said, I have been raped and that's why I'm pregnant. I have been abused and that's why I'm pregnant. Planned Parenthood has just killed the baby within them. That isn't the answer to rape and incest. President Biden even said in his address to the American people after the Dobbs decision, President Biden even referred to women having to bear the rapist's child. Child. Those are babies. He knows that. They're children. He knows that. Is he seriously suggesting that we can kill children who are the result of rape? That we can kill or should kill children who are the result of incest? I don't think so. I don't think so. Remember, marriage, intimacy, and babies go together. And it's within that context that women have a choice. Finally, I just want to read, just want to read, this is by George Grant on Ligonier.org. He said this about previous cultures and babies and infanticide. He said, virtually, quote, virtually every culture in antiquity was stained with the blood of innocent children. Unwanted infants in ancient Rome were abandoned outside the city walls to die of exposure or from attacks by wild foraging beasts. Greeks often gave their pregnant women harsh doses of herbal or medicinal abortifacients. Persians developed highly sophisticated surgical curette procedures. And primitive Canaanites threw their children into great flaming pyres as a sacrifice to their god, Molech. Egyptians disposed of their unwanted children by disemboweling and dismembering them shortly after birth. Their collagen was then ritually harvested for the manufacture of cosmetic creams. None 
none of the great minds of the ancient world, from Plato and Aristotle to Seneca and Quintilian, from Pythagoras and Aristophanes to Lille and Cicero, from Herodotus to Plutarch to Euripides, none of the great minds of the ancient world disparaged child-killing in any way. In fact, most of them recommended it. They callously discussed its various methods and procedures. They casually debated its sundry legal ramifications. They blithely tossed lives like dice. Indeed, abortion, infanticide, exposure, and abandonment were so much a part of human societies that they provided the primary literary leitmotif in popular traditions, stories, myths, fables, and legends. From Romulus and Remus to Oedipus, Poseidon, Aesculapius, Hephaestus, and Sybil. But thanks be to God, the God who is the giver of life, the fountain of life, the defender of life, the prince of life, and the restorer of life did not leave men to languish hopelessly in the clutches of sin and death. End quote. Indeed, it is our tradition as Christians to stand for those who are unwanted, unvalued, unloved. It is our call as Christians to love the unlovely, to stand for those who cannot stand for themselves. And our affirmation of the value of life from the moment of conception is part of that tradition. So let's pray for the peace of our country. Let's pray for righteousness to prevail. Let's look for those to whom God would give us opportunity to love, to support in difficult situation. We've seen members of our church reach out to adopt a baby. We've seen, I've seen over my time of ministry, families that were willing to be part of the foster care system and to take in children that had been neglected and had been abused. And let us consider what God would call each one of us to do. Let us rejoice that God has given us a moment of grace, a little breathing room at this late time in world history. Let's pray for our nation. Let's pray for our state, the state of California, to choose righteousness over ease, to choose life over selfishness. This has been Elmira and you for Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. I hope that you'll join us tomorrow, 7 o'clock in the evening, as we host the Heritage Singers from Maranatha Baptist University, 7 o'clock tomorrow evening. You can also join us this Sunday, 9.45 for Sunday School, 11 o'clock for morning worship, then that time of food and fellowship, barbecue favorites, followed by praise and testimony time. We'll have a special testimony. You won't want to miss it. We meet at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. Join me again Thursday for another edition of Elmira and You, and do not neglect to pray for our nation and for our state regarding specifically this issue of life. <music>